0: Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On at Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about all of the Summer of Disney Plus announcements. they've Because um, there's a ton of them. There is so much stuff that they've announced for this coming summer um, to be coming to Disney Plus that it's looking just great. Um, we'll also be sharing our thoughts on some of this week's Disney Plus originals. Um, quick bit of housekeeping before we move on. If you haven't already done so, make sure you do subscribe on YouTube. You can also subscribe on audio platforms like Spotify, iTunes also a quick note as well if you're looking for our weekly uh, retro review that's now moved over to its own audio feed you'll find that under what's on disney plus um club review and so this week we've got an um it's dark, for dark world um so you'll find that one over there and um, we're doing a special q a again on sunday night uh, live on youtube so if you're a member as well you can uh, join in with the chat so speaking of members just want to say a huge thank you to all of our supporters um, we've got Raphael, we've got Bad Dog Gamer, we have got It, My VC I still works. Bina, Joshua, Adam, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. While over on the Patreons, a huge, huge thank you to Sarah for being a platinum subscriber. We've also got Andrew, Jacob, Caleb, Red Mars Man, Andrew, Cody, Darren, The Juice, Lester, Lauren, and James. So again, huge thank you for all of your support. Make sure then that you know the podcasts and the videos and everything can continue to carry on. And, yeah, that's, you know, let's jump into it because there was a ton of stuff. I mean, this, usually we get around the middle of the month, we get announced what's coming next. And they did this last year where they kind of announced a load of movies that are going to be coming to Disney Plus in the US over the summer. But first off, it started off with the UK list. Um, we got right. We got, it's, and it's important to note, these aren't complete. These are just kind of preliminary ideas of what's coming. So they did this for the UK. Then the following day, the, um, the Americans followed suit. We've also had um, some other countries as well sending out there. So we've got a, a really good idea of what's coming up right to the end of August. Lots of movies, lots of new originals that have been confirmed, um, and there's still a little bit more room on top. Um, so I just want to bring up some of the kind of the US ones to begin with that um, kind of stood out. So we've got a lot of movies that are coming back onto Disney Plus that have kind of been jumping around a little bit like the sandlot and you're also getting um ergon which is kind of funny because that one was on disney plus by accident and then they removed it when someone um actually <laughs> so they've taken it off so that's coming in the in august you're also getting x-men dark Phoenix, aquamarine and we brought a zoo um flicker and a big one that i know is going to be really popular um miraculous world shanghai the legend of lady dragon um that, that's always going to be a big hit you're also going to get like ice age to meltdown um, so that's and Garfield so those are kind of ones that have been sort of jumping around for a while but that's always good to know the big ones in there that we picked that I picked up on first off we have got um, a couple of new series so we've got um, Growing Up Animal which is a natural geographic series six episodes all about like animals growing up so this, that'll be a nice little one we've kind of known around them for a while but nice to finally have a date so that will be dropping on the 20th of August. We also confirmed that we're going to get a second season of The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. will be dropping at the end of um, July. And a second season of Short Circuits. So we're getting five new shorts dropping on the 30th of July for that one as well. So it's nice to have some animation coming. Um, moving on from there as well, we also had two new Disney Plus original uh, documentaries announced, which will be dropping on the 23rd of July. Stuntman, which has been floating around for about four years now, Um It's a documentary that The Rock has been helping out with. And it's all about a stuntman, you know, trying to uh, jump over um, with a rocket, trying to Evel Knievel style. And then there's also Playing With Sharks, which is um, a National Geographic documentary all about um, a diver that goes swimming with sharks. Um, I'm going to get into sharks a little bit later on because there's a whole other thing. But I was kind of quite glad that the caliper at this big like summer thing just to kind of give us an idea. The important thing, to know, they didn't include what if that's going to be coming in August. They did in the UK one. Um, they said August in the US one. They didn't, and then in the Italian one that they did state the sixth of August. However, that was quickly reducted by Disney, going around all the sites telling them to take down that date. So don't take that date, and that's been floating around a lot. But that date doesn't sound correct the way that it got handled. Sometimes internationally. Information goes out that it's not supposed to. I mean, I've seen it a number of times um, where it's been up and then they didn't want to announce it yet. So um, there was no what if date, but it's coming in August. But what did you think of all this um, summer of Disney Plus lineup?
1: Uh, it kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, I was a bit surprised by it, even though, as you mentioned, it happened last year. Um, no, like, super amazing announcements. Uh, obviously, a date for what if would have been nice uh no movies that that i personally was like oh i'm so glad that that's finally on the the system the one that jumped out at me was like was aragon though i'm like i I don't think anyone's asking for this movie uh (laughs) it 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 it, as a person who has not read the books it was a terrible movie and all my friends who have read the books tell me it's a terrible movie Mm. so i don't think there's too much of a fan base for that movie um and then you got like things like Garfield and and so on. So the, they'll get I mean, watched, yeah. but yeah. They'll, they'll get watched. But they're not going to create like buzzy
0: headlines. I'm going to be honest. This is a little bit along the lines of like these are all just like the scraps that were left over that have been added and not added, and they didn't. And there's, there's going to be a lot more announced on top. You know, there's going to be more announced for July, more announced for August. But some of these rem- movies were a bit like really. That's all you're kind of gonna. Um... They weren't any really, really big hitters there. Um, but ultimately the problem is now you're getting into that situation of obviously we had Raya in the last dragon drop yesterday, but we are three months away from like Cruella dropping. So there's not really any big new ones to drop on, but it's a shame that it wasn't any, any kind of new things that haven't, because all those movies are on Disney plus somewhere else anyway. So it's not as if they're anything new. Um, Same kind of thing happened um, with the UK list. Um, Uh, We got loads of announcements as well. Well, Our list was obviously much longer because we have Star. I mean, we had loads of different movies thrown in there. Um, But also there was a lot of things coming to the UK that kind of brought up a few ideas that were a little bit different because we've had it confirmed that for the UK, we're going to be getting Race to the Center of the Earth, which was recently added to Disney Plus in the US. That'll be coming as a Disney Plus exclusive. Um, We're also getting Spidey and his Amazing Friends, um, in July, which is a new animated series. It's, it's the first time they've kind of announced a Disney Channel show as kind of in advance of, like, this is a Disney Plus exclusive. You know, we sort of saw a little bit with, with Sofa Springs, but they've maybe cottoned on to the idea that, you know, all your stuff on Disney Channel is only on <laughs> Disney Plus. It makes more sense to promote it. So we know that that one's coming. Again, what if was August? We're getting Walking Dead Season 11 coming in August. Um, also, that one word, Firenord, uh, which is the Dutch football team show that I was talking about last year, that's going to be coming as a star exclusive, a star original. So that one may end up going to Hulu in the US um, rather than Disney+. Plus. Um, it was also kind of strange. We got Genius Arifa yesterday on the first two episodes. That one's classed as a Disney Plus original rather than a star original. So this is, you know, we're starting to see now a, a bit of a breakdown in terms of how they're releasing these because um, it's a little bit more mature, but they are considering that one a, um, a Disney Plus original. So that was kind of quite nice to see a few of our um, originals also getting the second season of War of the Worlds. Um, I did watch the first episode of that, I didn't realize so much of it was in French. That was the one thing. It was like uh, suddenly then it was like they start talking French and going, "Okay, right now you have to put the tablet there."
1: <laughs> I, I didn't even know it was a series to begin with. You say War of the Worlds, I'm thinking of the old, uh, you know, radio drama from way back in the day. That...
0: Yeah. yeah, well, the, the, the thing is, there was one series, and then they kind of um, there's this, we only recently had a, one in the UK, and then they've kind of done this one. It was like a, a year apart, so it was a bit like, "Well, okay." But um stars Gabriel Byrne, so it's it's nice to have it on there. It hit the <laughs> trainings. so people will well, He's
1: that. a really good actor, so that, yeah, that's so good. I'm gonna, well,
0: give, I'm gonna give another episode. The fact that we got another season coming to Disney Plus. There's a few other kind of interesting things coming to the Disney Plus in the UK this summer. Was well, they announced a load of UK shows that have been on before? The Accident Curry, um, National Treasure. You've also got like Informer Baptiste. These are not made by does anything to do with Disney they don't even look like they've got um, anywhere involved in it. And it's almost like Disney have gone in and purchased some rights to some British TV shows to put on Disney Plus because they said they weren't going to license stuff, but we've been seeing it in the Netherlands. We've been seeing it in Italy and stuff where they're actually going out and buying local, local content. Um, a lot of people say, well, what, it's like, why not just create this? Cause it's a lot cheaper probably to buy some own TV, but it was very noticeable to like, Oh, that's what like five or seven different like uh tv series that have previously been on like channel four or the bbc and i was like hmm that's i don't think i don't think that's a bad thing because it's gonna help obviously with quotas but just offering a little bit more british content for us would be a lot better i mean obviously we want originals but it does look like they're going around scooping up um different content which was, was quite st- i i saw the first one i oh, thought was gonna be a mistake and then i saw like another series and another series because when I googled it well that's an ITV show why would that one be on Disney plus they've got nothing to do you know it doesn't say ABC studios or anything like that and you're like okay that's kind of not quite right Um, but yeah so we're getting some UK shows which I thought was kind of interesting
1: yeah and I have to assume it's to fulfill contractual obligations Mm -hmm. for how much material is made in the local countries I know a lot of the European countries have those uh, in there and they they must have realized uh, we need to get up to these numbers really fast. So let's let's just go buy stuff.
0: Well, the thing is, a it's, it's, it's the whole thing of this is to protect our own industries over here. Of you course, know, you can see it from in Australia doing it, Canada. You know, we don't what we don't want to do is end up with all of our streaming services. You know, all of our content that's coming from Netflix, Amazon, and Disney, and we actually don't have any work going on over here because it's all being made in you know the cheapest place possible and you know, our, our culture and stuff gets lost because there are differences. There is another thing of Netflix has already shown that local content can really drive local subscriptions because the trouble is with Disney Plus, and I will definitely say this, if you like American dramas and American movies and American animation, it's great. If you're looking for, you know, you know when I sit down in an the evening and watch, you know, BBC or whatever it is, you know, I know I'm getting content, you know, and there is that kind of, draw to a new series that's set in the and they know this you know they've already worked this out um obviously if you're american you're kind of used to that that's just the kind of thing but if you could imagine sitting down and all you were watching was british tv you'd after a while you'd be like i kind of quite like something You know, <laughs> in america so there is a big draw for pulling in content um that's and it'll bring in a lot more in especially in different languages i think british is a little bit different because we're more used to american tv shows and it doesn't matter as much but um, internationally around in different countries that it really does make a massive difference having something in their own native language rather than subtitled or dubbed.
1: Yeah. And I would still say even in the UK, you know, there is something to be said for people talking in, in your accent or an accent that you recognize from somewhere else in the country, as well as dealing with issues that you deal with in your country. Yeah. So it it's very different to be like, um, Yep, we're in Times Square and we we have to deal with all of this stuff. And like I've never been to the, I know I know you've been, but Yeah. You know. And, it's, and it's, I don't know. We don't all just run around as a cop the guy. Go, all right, governor. Are you sure? Because I think Big Shot might disagree with you.
0: Yeah. Not cocky, but still. It, well, it's just that kind of thing of just of having some representation there. So I mean, luckily I mean, generally Disney do a lot of filming over here anyway they're currently f- set to film indiana jones this coming week the new movie they're filming endor about an hour or so away from me i'm kind of te- i've been tempted to drive up there that, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> speaking of accents that's andor not andor. not endor <laughs> a- a- andor
1: yeah cassian yeah. and I mean, it yeah, sounded yeah, like endor yeah. to me so it's was like yeah, that's andor. a very different series
0: yeah yeah different. yeah so andor um so that one there is then they're, they're filming here the little mermaid movie that's now they film a lot of stuff over here already so um well, i think there's less of an issue so those movies probably get counted towards the quota anyway but yeah so i would
1: was, i would have to assume so the, Yeah, the, especially the bigger ones the, they draw local business there's mm. a lot of uh influence there mm. so.
0: and also as well is um it's just you know people and staff and stuff so there's a lot of stuff going on but that was um so that was some of the uk ones so far also announced on the very same day and I don't know why they didn't include this in the summer of Disney Plus announcement because this seemed such a nice boost. National Geographic have announced that Shark Fest this summer is going to be coming to Disney Plus just as much as it's coming to um, the this, uh, National Geographic channels. Now, we only know this for the US. We don't know what's going to be happening internationally. So it's six weeks of shark programming with over 21 hours of new premieres, 60 hours of an enhanced content and a treasure trove of archive footage. Um, so after the shows have aired on National Geographic, they will then come to Disney Plus the following Friday after a linear premiere beginning July the 9th. So some of the shows coming at some point. Um, so these are coming in July. When Sharks Attack, Shark Beach with Chris Hemsworth, Rogue Shark, Orca versus Great White. was getting Shark Gangs, Croc That Ate Jaws. I'm um, getting World's Most Dangerous Shark, Shark Attack Files. And then we're getting a shark attack investigation, the uh, page winter story, and then world's biggest bull shark. And coming in August, we're getting killer shark versus killer whale. And then obviously, we're going to be getting that National Geographic Disney Plus original playing with sharks. And I'm just like, oh, Disney just National Geographic just like leveled up. You know, we're getting the you know, shows arriving on the following Friday. And I was like, you know, we're seeing this with Gordon Ramsay right now. And now they're going to be doing it with Shark Fest, which makes so much more sense. Utilize these things. And I I thought this was a bigger deal than the actual, to be honest, the summer. Just it. And I just, it was a bit like, this is a big step.
1: It is a big step. And there's a lot of content packed in there. I, I am yeah. finding it a little funny that they've got Great White versus Orca and uh, Shark <laughs> versus Killer Whale. And like, kind of stepping on the same... Uh same facilities but uh, at least in the states shark fest has always taken uh backseat to shark week uh, which is the discovery channel version and the original version we should say uh so it'll be interesting to see if if uh this uh streaming almost immediately after uh broadcast makes a difference for them
0: it just it just makes so much sense for them to do this and, and to start pulling away from being you know Things arriving so much later than they have been, um, and it just it really helps boost Disney Plus. And to me, as well as like one, you know, I understand the whole thing of premiering on National Geographic. They've still got advertisement, and I still think National Geographic kind of sits out on its own because it's being a much older audience, which is much more engrossed in traditional television. You know, there is a big difference in the audience between a National Geographic and also. By the Disney Channel, which is why internationally, the National Geographic channels are still going and everything else has been shut down because there is an older audience that will tune in. Um, but I think this was fantastic. Um, there's a lot of shark content. Um, it just makes so much sense. I mean, hopefully we we'll get a little shark collection somewhere going. Um, a shark Fest. But pushing new content to Disney Plus should just make so much more, you know, don't send it to Hulu, send it to Disney Plus, you know, and start getting it on there quicker. Because by the time it's been on National Geographic and you wait a month to six weeks, you've lost all of that buzz. I mean, this, you know, now they'll be like, oh, you know, people can join in. And if it's the following Friday, it's not such a wait, you know, it's coming. Um, yeah, I mean, this just looks a great announcement to me. Um, I thought the, the Shark Fest stuff was probably the most interesting of all that announcement because we're starting to see that shift away. Internationally, it's a little bit different. We are getting a load of, um, like, National Geographic shows arriving here in the UK. They've announced like, you know, Running running Wild with Bear growers, uh, Wicked Tuna and also Trafficked and we're well, getting them, but they're going after they've been on National Geographic. So there's a little bit of a difference because like, I had that um, confirmed this week, but it is definitely something that's going to be a nice boost to this summer of getting all those um, Shark Fest stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to a lot of it. Probably won't watch all of it. Uh, some of them do-, do sound a little uh you know clickbaity uh <laughs> title wise but there will be at least a few shows in there that I think are going to be really worth watching
0: yeah because it's funny it was one like, like killer shark versus killer whale like yeah but then, and then then you said they've also got you know walker versus great white which yeah it's a bit different um yeah there's a, the crop that ate jaws um
1: that's a great name I, I, Yeah. i <laughs> And also
0: especially especially not something as well that I misread the first time I read it, um, which was an entirely different uh, movie. But um, yeah, so that one was, um, it's just it is a whole of just great content. We've also had it confirmed as well. Um, uh, FX announced tons of new shows that are going to be coming to FX on Hulu and the FX channel. And the following morning, we then had it confirmed um, about... A load of shows are going to be coming to Disney Plus um, in, here in the UK. Um, had it confirmed that uh, Dope Sick, Immigrant, Only Murders in the Building, and Pam and Tommy are all going to be coming to Disney Plus as Star Originals. They've also been confirmed for uh, Canada as well. So we had um, that come through. Um, but a load of other shows. So I was not going to bring it up because I just realised I opened up the uh, <laughs> the, uh the uh, the Canadian list which is a lot shorter because we've had it confirmed here for the UK that we're going to be getting American Horror Stories Dear Mama which is a documentary about Tupac we're going to get Fleshman and Trouble we're getting Gordon Ramsay Uncharted we're getting the new ABC series Maggie we're also getting One Our Kind of People the Pistol documentary for also the Pistol series about the Sex Pistols we're getting ABC's new Queen series we're getting FX Reservation Dogs we're getting The Big Leap, The Chow Show. And also the big one was The Wonder Years. That's been confirmed as a Star Original. Also getting the untitled B.J. Novick series. Welcome to Wrexham, which uh, is being made by uh, Ryan Reynolds because he's brought the football club. And also Why the Last Man? You know, they've all been officially confirmed to be coming to Disney Plus as Star Originals. I mean, it's just like, this is what we needed more of, more clarity of when Disney put out, they put out their press releases and say, we've got this brand new show we're making and it's coming to Hulu. It's like, make some noise confirming at least that these are coming to, you know, star international. So, but, and they're all coming in the next year. So we've got right through to 2022. We're also getting the new series of the Cardassians and their new spin-off show. That's been confirmed. Just, I mean, instantly, just like you read, you see that listing and everything new, everything new is, is coming to star. Right. And everything that's already established is still going to wherever it was going <laughs> and that seemed to be the very much the line of going but it was just great to have those shows confirmed and we now know going into the next year what is coming to star there'll be a lot more coming as well but all the big shows that they've announced are all going to be coming and i just again it just to us over here internationally it just boosts disney plus's value so much having you know, at least you know all that extra content coming and it's just changed everything for us over here. And it's, it's, it's kind of weird.
1: Yeah. And it's important for these shows to be coming out at roughly the same time over there that they are mm. coming out here. Cause I mean, so far all the stuff that we've talked about with, with star for the most part mm. uh, is stuff that's already been out on Hulu sometimes for a significant amount of time, yeah. but getting them together, lining them up uh, is so much more important.
0: Yeah, I mean they did it with Modoc last month, where you got all ten episodes at once. We're getting them weekly, so we're on like episode three, I think, this week. Uh, Love Victor, uh, Hulu's getting them all next Friday, getting the whole season. We're getting them a new episode the following week, and that'll be then running for ten weeks afterwards. So by the time the finale hits, it'll be three months since it was arrived on Hulu. Now I think that's on Hulu, so that it's still sticking with the binge format rather than Disney Plus, which is definitely going for this weekly model. We might see a bit of a difference, hopefully, with only murderers in the buildings, because that's dropping weekly on Hulu. So I'm hoping they can align a little bit, Um, maybe not necessarily the same day, but hopefully the same week. Um, So hopefully we'll see more of this kind of alignment between them. So we get them a bit closer. But And just, you know, it's like things like Aretha, you know, we've only got it yesterday. It arrived in the US in March. Why did we have to wait? I mean, obviously, you know, we need to, that needs to break down, get a bit closer but again it's a massive lineup of just you know you know you just got all these shows all of this coming in and it just really boosts up disney not just here but in the u.s with the shark fest summer and i know there's a lot more people asking him well where's this where's it where's that and you know they and that it's a kind of situation i think sometimes with disney they can announce 30 things but if it's not the thing that you wanted, then someone's gonna. <laughs> it's it's just, you know. To me, I was like, that's that. You know, they could have done a little bit more. There was a there was a they could have done with some heavy hitters that weren't available on in another country. Um, maybe some classic stuff. So, but then we might see that again being announced in a couple of weeks for July, and then you know next month for August. It's still time, but I did think the, it was a bit messy in terms of how they did all these announcements. You know because it was also like i think there was some other confusion of other countries putting out lists that had other shows that haven't been announced yet or and there was just a bit bit of a messy um announcement but i really do think they missed something by not having shark fest on the summer of disney plus i think that would have been a nice i mean some people are like all oh, oh, that shark stuff but it would have made more sense to have it all together especially sending out the release on the same day
1: yeah it, if they were like even a couple days apart you'd like okay it, it's a separate initiative yeah. this is this is a national geographics thing these are the disney things they're they're still not mm. lined up but yeah having them on the same day just put the banner on it, it yeah. <laughs> especially since it's a pretty big thing i mean shark fest is still pretty darn big uh people
0: really enjoy these shows yeah, and also, and I forgot in September you're getting the X Men Dark Phoenix and Tomorrowland on the third of September. I mean, two f- amazing movies. Um <laughs> <It> couldn't <laughs> even been. spread the. It's like, yeah. I mean, Dark Phoenix is a, is a big enough title. That at least that one's coming on, on there. But so there we go. So that is all of the stuff that's kind of been announced for this summer. There was a load of, like I said, there's so many different shows there so many different um, originals coming um it would have been like i said nice to have a few more things in there maybe a little bit more um some big hitters i definitely feel like they'll hail back what if for its own special announcement because i'm gonna be honest i feel like that kind of deserves it because we have been seeing merchandise dropping all over the place you know we've seen some lego sets really starting to get into that territory now revealing what some of these shows are going to be about um so that one kind of feels I there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of what if merchandise amazon's already got like its own separate section for what if you know we've seen um, at least i think there's a lego set with a tony and they do love this lego we got a new tony stark um like hulk buster suit and there's also like a iron man hulk suit that they made when you know captain britain when she becomes the super soldier there's, there's a load of stuff coming there's a load of um Action figures, all this stuff starting to come out because ultimately this is what happens with with merchandise starting hitting stores and retailers and stuff. Uh, Information is getting out there, but it's kind of fun to see. If they're already like firing up Lego sets and Marvel Legends sets and stuff on these, you know, they're going in hard on and even just the Lego sets design. You know, the boxes are all completely done up with. What if they really are going all in? Because I think they're looking at this as a treasure trove. Of new merchandise, I'm just gonna go right. Let's you know, everything is you know, brand new characters, new looks of everything, completely bonkers designs. To really you know, every character looks different, everyone's got new, it's exactly perfect thing for what they need.
1: I mean, we, we've known for years, if not decades, that like Star Wars, they introduce new stormtroopers and they introduce new uh spaceships tie fighters and stuff uh specifically so they have new things to to sell you uh in the marketplace and this is the first time we're really seeing it applied to uh, marvel i mean that's not entirely true obviously every movie they get a new costume which means new action figures and and so forth but like this is the first large scale um yeah it's a completely different captain america it's completely different spider-man uh i have to admit i I never really thought about the merchandising side of this but when they when you started to see them it's was like oh yeah this makes
0: perfect sense i think they're planning on this being a big show i think they 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 they're expecting this to be a big show um i'm already going to go when you're putting them up for (laughs) (laughs) pre-orders because like can't beat mech suits but um, let's now move on to some of this week's reviews. Um, let's start off with Star Wars: The Bad Batch, which I definitely think was an it was definitely a, a stronger episode. Kind of linked in a little bit more with the Clone Wars, with the twins being introduced and kind of setting them up again as mercenaries. You know, they they seem to have seemed to kind of slid into this role with Sid giving them missions, which I think kind of works. Kind of it makes sense for them to have someone to give them a direction every episode, and it. Allows them to do the monster of the week much easier with this new mercenary um, job.
1: That, and we actually got a little bit of character progression for some of them. Obviously, the big one being, um, oh, what's the big guy's name right now? Wrecker. Wrecker, right. Uh, he's got some uh, a plot that is apparently developing there. Uh, there were some hints
0: at it last week, but. Yeah, well, they kind of developed on that thing of him. He's actually still being affected by the chip right and it seems to be getting worse that's yeah. the important
1: part um so we could end up in a situation where other members of the squad uh also defect or return to the empire we could even end up in a situation where they all return to the empire and it's up to omega to kind of break the programming um, mm. but we'll we'll see where they're going with that that said um you mentioned the two uh mercenary thieves yeah. that we had in there these are the two uh that we saw last year in clone wars yeah. uh yeah. and the second I saw them, I was just like, oh, I don't want to deal with these two again. I hated them in Clone Wars. I'm not fond of them here, um, and unfortunately, the episode did not convince me that I was wrong on that one. I they're did just, not like just, these
0: characters. They're just generic, aren't they? They're just very generic. There's nothing really interesting about them.
1: Not um, really, but but that aside,
0: they, yeah, it, it was still a, it was a good episode. I did enjoy seeing the droids come back, and uh, it was nice kind of. what i do like about this series is it's really kind of they're narrowing in on fixing the problems between the two trilogies of what happened what happened to all the droids well now we can see that you know they're melting them all down and i just a little thing like that can help like just finish up that story of kind of because ultimately so much stuff just made no sense at all from the end of episode three to episode four there's this and they go, okay, yeah, the clones are now a thing and all the Troy drones have been deactivated. Well, that's convenient, you know. This <laughs> it's just like, um, but I like the idea that kind of the rebels are kind of, they're after how to defeat the clones, which, um, again, it's just kind of showing, because at the minute it still kind of feels that weird thing of the rebels are kind of obviously building up their strength, but it takes, a, takes them a decade to kind of do this. But also in some ways the Empire hasn't really, we're in that situation we've not really seen what the Empire were doing. They're still very much in like the transition period, and I'm st- I'm still loving the fact that they've not been pushing on this whole thing with Crosshair and the Empire chasing them down because they need to do something. And obviously, Hunter is alluding to the idea that he's probably is turning against the Empire because he's you know he helped them out with the information and stuff, but they haven't really done too much yet to kind of make them go after them and be warrant of a whole team. Invested because at the minute we only really know that the, it's the, the Caminos that are trying to track down at Omega. You know, they're not actually yeah. after the Bad Batch, they're actually just after Omega. But I've kind of liked the fact that they've held back on the Empire so far.
1: One thing that I've liked though is uh, while they are holding back on the Empire, when they do have them in there, with the exception of like Grand Moff Tarkin being Mr. Evil Guy, uh, there's nothing overt going on where the, the the people in the cities would be like, "Oh man, this is so much worse than than the Republic." Mm. They're actually in a situation like, "Oh yeah, this is kind of cool. We get like our our registration, and uh, you know things seems a little bit better." Obviously, we all we know yeah. where it's going, but the local populace is like, "Yeah, no, there's really no difference. Republic, Empire,
0: whatever." Yeah, yeah but also the whole thing as well. You would imagine the war's over. You know, you've been in a war. Like this, Clone Wars have been going on for years one side's one the droids have gone there would be a feeling of okay so we're done oh you know we can all relax and get back to our own lives and stuff and i like i do like that fact that they're tying into this area a little bit more of giving there was they can't go on to too, for too long because they're going to need the empire to be the antagonist or the kind of the, the ones to be going after them but you know hold back i'm liking the idea that they're just holding back reigns and you know don't go full on and let, let them build up to it and i think this is a good thing about this though unfortunately it also makes the series feel a little bit flatter because of it.
1: yeah um, you were talking about how they're going kind of towards the monster of the week uh, yeah. working for Sid and all that. I, it does feel like um, we're going back into the the clone wars we'll do a short story come back short story come back without too much progress on like overarching stories but it does seem like that's the point of this series we're just going to have a little bit of fun with the bad batch guys and let the long-term story simmer a little while um so it depends on what your preference is there yeah. i i would like a little bit more of like the actual story the one that you know that stars the bad batch rather than uh you know felonio and let's let's tie up all the loose ends as a lore nerd i love them tying up the loose ends but at the same time like this is the Bad batch. You, you still yeah. haven't convinced me why I even care about the Bad Batch?
0: Yeah, it's a bit that like, kind of like, weird thing at the minute of I was looking at some pops and stuff the other day and going, oh, I like Racker and I like, you know, Hunter's okay, but it's like Omega and Omega Alpha oh, or Omega Echo and Tech. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna bother by now. <laughs> like, You know, um, I'm gonna hold off on them. But yeah, so it's 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 a I thought it was a solid episode. It wasn't anything amazing, but it it's just more of it. It definitely you can see why these shows kind of go in a different category to like the Mandalorian, the, the the pacing, the story, and everything. But at the same time, I can see why and all you know, this could just hook another generation of kids in on Star Wars like Rebels and Clone Wars because I still find it very strange of you know, um, like my friends and stuff, you know, we all play all these like Star Wars tabletop games. It'd be nice to get back into person soon. But it's that thing of you know so many of them that are much younger than me have this so much more connection to the Clone Wars um, series and the Clone Wars movies than I do, and I can see this kind of this. I feel like for me, Bad Batch is kind of a it's that weird combination of everything. So, um, it, it's, it's really just an enjoyable show. Be able to see how this one works, it's because they didn't release the Nelson streaming and it managed to make it onto the top 10. But I think that was more due to the fact of it being May the 4th with that extra long episode. And then the following episodes, the minutes went up. I'll be interested to see if they manage to maintain that week on week. Because um, I don't think they will. <laughs> That's my gut well, feeling.
1: There isn't much competition at the moment. I know there'll be internal competition from Loki, but there aren't any like super buzzworthy shows coming out on either prime or mm. netflix at the moment and with the exception of loki there's really nothing competing with it in terms of popularity mm. on uh on disney plus i guess high school musical the musical might be in that range i'm not sure
0: yeah it's, it's hard to judge for that because one, that one's a very difficult one to, to monitor what's going on with it because um obviously olivia Rodrigo is so big you know she's massive right now that in some ways she's doing a lot of promotion but she and they mentioned high school musical but she doesn't seem to be doing you know she's obviously launching her own music career so it's kind of like you know that's the past i'm kind of too big because i'm gonna be if they haven't got a lock down to a contract for season three i cannot see how i can afford to bring her back in he's like you know one of the biggest artists right now like you do got no chance of bringing her back in but having her you know doing songs and singing in this every week is, is is a great um episode. So we might as well jump into that one now. Did you watch this latest episode of High School Musical? So I did
1: not. I watched episode three uh
0: yeah. during the week,
1: as I said I wouldn't. And and it was yeah. it was okay. I thought it was better than the first two, but it wasn't enough to hook me. Um now being that this was a a um a slower week, you know, mm. uh the Mighty Ducks was done so yeah didn't have that and Loki hasn't started yet I was like oh maybe I'll watch this and then I watched Big Shot and they had that entire musical section right in the middle of that I'm like ah,
0: I've got my musical fix for for the week <laughs> yeah um, it, was, it was a solid episode all that basically happened is they get locked in because there's a snowstorm and they there's a lot of fighting going on but they kind of work it all out in the end and basically um, Nikki kind of decides that she doesn't actually like the school that she's at which makes a lot of sense because they made it very obvious the fact that she hates that other school she's at and there's no personality and they're all just being clones and you know there's no actual love for music so she wants to come back Um, I I mean they were setting that up
1: like in episode two when she butted heads with the administrators like no 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 you read the part the way we tell you to read the part you don't don't do your own and personalization. It, it was
0: a little bit on the lines of like, I mean, there was even the fact that they changed just like the, the color tone, so everything there just looked dull. And it was so, I mean, they're kind of going, yeah, they're really laying this on. Like, um, you're going to an art, an arts college or a music college, and everyone is just. And it was just on the lines of, this is that's not reality. I mean, not yeah. everything's going to be jumping around like High School Musical and Fame and running around singing constantly. But I would imagine there's gonna be a lot more personality coming out. <laughs> it was a bit like, this isn't quite
1: really realistic. I mean, to be fair, this is not a subtle show. It, no. It's not <laughs> It's not a show where you're like, oh, this is a long simmering plot. No, this is, uh, we introduced the plot, we let it build and then we resolved it after episode four or five. Oh. Um, and and obviously she's a core character in the cast. They, they were going to get her back into it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they shipped her off to the school in the first place, simply to be like, I don't know if we have her for season two. Yeah. Uh, and, and then
0: like, oh okay. All right, let's get her back. Yeah. So that's, so that one, so that's a good solid episode. Um, again, it's definitely a uh, middle tier for me. It's like at the minute it would a free Disney plus originals. It's my third show rather than um, top one. We also had big shot, which um another, another great episode kind of, Again, pushing a lot more stories. Multiple notable fires going on in this episode. Getting ready for the kind of I would say that we're going into the finale zone. Of setting up Coach Corn that he's s- struggling. He's kind of adapting to living with everybody, but he's still a little bit scared of it all. But also setting up, you know, you know, will he go? Will he not go? he's not going to go he's going to end up staying behind because he's he's falling in love with the place but uh, they, at, at least they're really yeah. setting it up that you know he that there was some offers on the table and he could go if he wanted to.
1: and there'll be conflict that comes from it because people will find out that there are offers on the table just yeah. like they found out that yeah. uh, from the other stuff and the, the principal brought him in and yelled at him for a little yeah. bit. Uh, didn't actually yell but still uh, there's that story which actually I have to admit is probably the the least interesting of them is the will he stay will he go we know he's not going to go but they have to play it out um <laughs> Can't get at the end of the season All right, kids i'm off bye <laughs> bye i learned nothing i'm off to better places and you guys are stuck in high school like oh that would be a downer ending right
0: there there's always that kind of weird thing about you know these kids are going to move on to the next so they got the next it's like oh all well, I look at it go you're not really helping develop your next your next year's season are you there's a lot of a little bit too much focus on there rather than like next year when these kids are uh, shipped yeah. off the uni. but nevertheless well it, <laughs>
1: in American sports high school culture part of the idea is that if we're really good now we will attract more good students Uh, because now we're a famous basketball program or a hockey program or football or whatever. And so it will become like a self perpetuating machine. We're really good. So we attach, we attract the good talent, which means we're still really good and we attract the good talent and so on and so forth. It's Other than
0: than this idea of like, I don't know, you go to the school nearest to your house, that kind of
1: (laughs) high school can be a little bit special in that. Uh, But in any event, that's not the point. Um, that that See, one particular where
0: this is a game where localization and different content can harden the fact of like these high school shows from the US are a very different race it me? would it would be
1: a very different show if you had a football coach who who coached for like Arsenal or something like that and he gets disgraced and now he's got to <laughs> coach a high school team no one would care actually i think people would be worried about it's intense at that point um but yeah just, yeah anyway yeah. Uh, there are otherwise other good plots going on in this though there's a lot yeah. of personal plots going on yeah
0: there was a lot of development of all the car- i mean like destiny was having the thing with her parent or with her mum so that was kind of quite interesting we also had um just nice seeing some stories outside of the this is what i like about it we've kind of moved away from the basketball court, you know, we're dealing with these issues and they've built these characters up, you know, you've got the whole thing going on as well with like Louise and her parents have kind of, that's kind of been, they're kind of keeping that simmering because obviously something's going to happen with him probably getting, getting going to prison or something like that. And that's going to be the the catalyst for her, but also, you know, they're doing something with mouse and Harper and them kind of having their big scene because Disney were making a big thing of pride kicking off with whole collection on Disney Plus and kind of pretty really much kind of showing the clip of them kind of just about to kiss as part of the big banner on the front. There was no hiding it. It was like okay, the episode's not out for three days but you're already kind of hinting the fact that they're in the bedroom together. Um,
1: Somehow which, I completely missed that. Like I yeah. never saw this banner which is a good thing because when I saw it I was like oh is she going to crash and burn or is this actually going to happen? I was legitimately like concerned that she was going to confess to the the other girl and the girl' been like no and yeah like
0: yeah so. well I've, they've kind of been they've been toying with that thing for the whole season so it's nice to see them doing it again doing these stories in these shows is important you know I do think that you know you look at it now with diary of a future president high school musical the series and big shot and even um, not to the same degree but they've also they did, did touch on that a little bit in Mighty that you know every single Disney plus original has got um, characters that are um lgbq and so it's kind of good for them to have these characters in there consistently every series you know and they, and this is a main storyline so very different obviously they did release a trailer for um love victor season two this week and uh, you know and like full-on making out and it was a kind of thing of like one of my mods messaged me going you can tell they knew now they're not making it for disney plus because they kind of it up a bit um i'll have a review of the first uh, four episodes going up later next week because um, that's coming to Disney Plus in a couple of weeks. But you know, you can see the, the kind of the level between <laughs> and it was kind of like like it wasn't until afterwards I go, well I suppose yeah if you look at Love Victor Kiss and then the Big Shot Kiss is like there's a very different intensity <laughs> going on in it. And I'm like going, yeah, okay you can see where they, like they you know there's like a like a peck and then there's a make out. And it was I because it it's also maybe like with high school musical the series as well, you've kind of you know, we've got like Seb and Carlos, you know, they, they're kind of together, but they don't really show them the same way. Um, So the, we're getting there, you know, more representation is great. And it, it's just, it's just part of, you know, part of high school life and just all the rest of it. So it's nice seeing this kind of coming in um, and also just treating it like I'm just a normal storyline in there and not making a big deal of it. But, you yeah, no, I I thought it was a nice storyline to kind of, because they've been, she's been like teasing this for the whole season of her kind of looking at Harper and kind of saying she likes her and stuff but um, so that I thought that was a nice little moment.
1: yeah uh, it worked and like I said uh, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that they, they were both girls I was just like yeah. oh she's gonna put herself out there and if she, if this if it doesn't work out she's gonna be really hurt by it and, and that's good storytelling there mm. Where where you're actually legitimately concerned that a, a character is going to get the yeah. heart broken and it would have made no difference if it was a girl and a boy or two boys yeah. or two girls it they pulled it off perfectly
0: well this this is the thing I think we're at that point now where you know essentially you know I know for me like I'm watching you know you're watching these shows and you are getting to that point of because it's because it's happening more regularly in all the different shows it is becoming it has become much more normalized and therefore it's like you say a don't even know it's because it's funny because it's like where the love victor and some of the most kind of wow we seen like because you know, they were like you know were they really kind of and there was like the lines. Of, I didn't even really notice I was just watching the show and it's like oh yeah and that, that's what you want you want someone you know watching the show and something like that happens like with mouse and the kiss and you just yeah fine, cool move on um but it is definitely um I think a just great thing to have all of this coming in and it's having some different stories, you know, representing life now for kids, you know, for people watching it, and it's important that it's all there. And I just, again, it's just good to have all these stories going on in all these different shows. But trying um, sure to think, those, and we also had Marvel Legends with Loki, and I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even bother watching because I've watched all the we've, we we watched all the all the movies with Loki. And so yes. <laughs> I, I mean, they're only like
1: eight minutes long, so I I put them on as background yeah. noise. They they are exactly what you expect um we have said everything you need to say about them if unlike us you have not watched all the movies lately or at least the thor movies lately whatever eight minutes it gives you a quick refresher on what's going on with these characters yes. and, so that, but, and the cube which is not a character but it got its own special
0: yeah I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad that i just wish it didn't make such a big to be honest it's barely a youtube video it's kind of um it does seem a bit odd of them making a big deal of it but it's there we also got some new star originals we got and the first two episodes of Genius Arrive here in the UK. Um, I, great, great series. Can't wait to see where this one goes. Much more mature. That's my dog. I was, was going to say that. <laughs> sounds, uh... Yeah, she's in the guy. Um, so, yeah, uh, r- much more. There's some really serious storylines going on there. You know, you've got, like, domestic abuse. You've got um, sort of... Ch- you know, child, pregnancy, and stuff. There's, there's some real deep stuff going on here. Um, so I really enjoyed watching those first two episodes um, this week. I've had a new episode of Rebel, which is a shame because I watched the second episode last night and I was like, "It's a shame." That it's like, it's that kind of weird thing? And I know this show's been cancelled, and I probably, but and it's hard to get invested in it because you don't know where it's going. But it's like they really did kind of knit this one right in the bud before it's even kind of found its found its legs. To get going, um, so that one was pretty cool. We also watched Big Sky as well this week. Um, just again, pretty dark with what they're going on in that series. Of they're trying to track down the killers, and these this family are all doing like weird things. With there's something weird going on on this in this farm, and the detectives are trying to get them. And one of them, they're both at the beginning of the episode, just in really peril because one of both of them have been kind of pretty much been kidnapped at that point. And yeah, it's just it's all pretty dark. It's a, it's a great series. Just really enjoying Big Sky again. It just, it's just nice having the you know much that much more mature stuff going on with you know Big Sky, Rebel, Aretha, and then you know we're gonna have um, you know Modok as well. I haven't watched this week's Modoc episode yet, but and watched uh, Grownish as well. That one was all about I didn't because this again this is where like, again if sometimes with local shows. Where things like I can pick up on stuff that I wasn't maybe necessarily aware of, because in this episode of Grownish this week, it was all about um, one of the students kind of dealing with his student debt and the issues that he have, and about how the loan repayments for Black students is much higher than um, for what. And I, you know, again, it's not being in America and not being an American student, I don't really. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of didn't because here in the UK. All of our student loans come from the, the government at a set rate for everybody. There's no difference. Everyone gets the same rate regardless of you know, who you are, your parents or anything like that. It's all dealt with by the government. And it was just kind of like, oh, again, this is the thing where you, you're learning little things about, you know, the culture that just doesn't necessarily represent what's going on here. So I thought that was kind of an interesting sort of note. And then just you know, the amount of debt that he racked up, you know, hundreds of hundreds of, thousands of dollars of student fees and stuff and you know it it's it is just scary but it was again it's just a nice it wasn't so much a funny episode this week but it definitely was i think it was just learning a little bit more about um about you know universities at in in the us but yeah another solid episode from that one i'm trying to think what else we had again just just so <laughs> it does you know on a friday it's like jumping gigger right what should we watch what's you know this um it really does make a massive difference with the amount of content we're getting but I think that was it. Did you watch anything else? Did you watch Ryan and the Last Dragon or are you going to be watching it this weekend?
1: I'm going to watch it this weekend. Uh, and I'm, I might even duck into the theaters and try out Cruella. Um, not committing to that, but if, if the theater's not too packed, uh, then I, I'll probably do it. Fortunately, my local theater has the reserved seating so I can see exactly how many tickets have been sold and how packed it is. And I can decide off of that. Um, I, and also, in addition to Raya, um, obviously, I'll watch Us again as well, which yeah, was the, fine, uh, yeah. which is the uh, the short film that, that would have shown in front. Well, well no, Raya's in, in theaters too, so it, yeah. It, it,
0: um, this um, Us Again, they only showed it in f- cinemas. Um, it's a fantastic, um, fantastic short. Um, we were lucky; they got um, they sent a screener version with that one when it came out. Um, just a, f- a fantastic the, the water work on it is just incredible isn't it and the lighting of the water and stuff just look amazing.
1: I mean I, I've only seen the preview images so far yeah. but I, I'll watch it um, probably right before I watch Raya to, to get the proper cinema experience for it but I'm looking forward to both of those.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna watch Raya again at some point over the weekend I'll pop that one on I did watch Curler again actually that was a I did watch that one um, well, get your money's um, worth yeah it was kind of I thought well I'm gonna watch it again and um, primarily i've been kind of binging my way through new girl on disney plus that's a new comedy one uh, well, I've, I've, <laughs> I've never seen that series i mean that one's been around for think like, like eight seasons or seven seasons so absolutely but it's it's nice I, this is what i find with comedies where you can just put them on in the background and just let them you know that kind of friends thing where you can just kind of let them roll you can and yeah, it, it. So I mean, that's that's, that's my new um, kind of binge show. Is that one? And I was ended like up watching. My wife's been watching Lost, so I was sat there the, the other yesterday. And go, I've been sat here for forty five minutes watching just a random episode for like season four of Lost. <laughs> well,
1: it doesn't it doesn't actually matter if you watch them in order or not? Uh,
0: it makes no sense anyway. No. It did kind of remind me, going on, oh, yeah, this is like just at the point where it was starting to get really <laughs> off, off track. But, yeah, um, again, this is just a great thing. There's so much different content out there. So we'd love to know what you guys are watching on Disney+. Plus, and Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. And on that note, guys, thank you very much. Make sure, you again, you go check us out over at DisneyPlus.com. Follow us on social medias. Join our Facebook group. And you can help support the channel and the podcast by joining Patreon or our YouTube channel members and tomorrow we'll have a new episode up where we're going to be talking about uh for dark world and then there'll be a live q a on youtube on a sunday evening uk time it's about three o'clock eastern i think it is um and on that note guys thank you very much see you guys soon Later.